This is Treehouse Mystery, Chapter 8, Mrs. McGregor's Clue. Jesse and Henry looked around the little room that Violet, Benny, and the Beach Boys had found. It looked brighter and not as spooky in the afternoon light. The big rocking horse still had some of its gay colors. How shall we begin? Sammy asked. Henry said, suppose you two boys take the bed. Look at everything. Don't miss a thing. Take off all the bedclothes and the mattress. Sammy said, I know, maybe there's something hidden in the mattress. Come on, Jeffrey. Be careful, Jesse warned. Those old things, those are those things are old and some of them might break. Henry said, Violet and Jesse can take the desk. Benny and I can look at the rest of the room. Jeffrey and Sammy pulled the bed away from the wall. They took the blanket off and they shook the pillow. They pulled the sheet back and looked at the mattress. After a few minutes, Jeffrey said sadly, I guess there aren't any clues here. Put the things back then, suggested Violet. Just as Sammy was putting the pillow down, he looked at it and stopped. We didn't see this before. Look, there are letters here on the pillow slip. Everyone came to look. In tiny cross-stitch embroidery were two letters, W and C. The C must stand for Carver, Jeffrey suggested, but what about the W? Think, said Benny. Maybe the W stands for the little boy's first name. It could be Walter or William. Or Wally, said Sammy. Come on, maybe we can find something else. Violet and Jesse took out every drawer of the desk. They were all empty. Violet put her hand into the empty spaces for the drawers to see if she could find a secret drawer, but there was nothing to find. Jesse was looking at the top of the desk. Look at this. Here are some letters carved on the desk with a knife. It isn't very easy to see, but let's see if I can make it out. Here's a W, and this must be an I. Violet looked too. There are two L's and a Y, she said. Willie, everyone shouted at once. I bet the little boy's name was Willie Carver, said Sammy. That goes with the initials on the pillow slip. Benny and Henry had looked all around the window and door, but they had found nothing. They looked at the old toys and shook the red slippers, but they could not find any new clues. Jesse said, come on, Violet, let's put the drawers back on the desk. Too bad it's all empty. The big rocking horse stood in the center of the room. Sam patted its head. He ran his hand over its mane and he touched the saddle. Look, he said, I think the saddle comes off. Help me undo this buckle. Everyone gathered around. Violet unfastened the buckle. Benny helped Jeffrey lift the saddle. As the boys did so, something slipped from the rocking horse's back and fell to the floor. Sammy crawled between the rocker and lifted the paper carefully. He handed it to Jesse. You take it, Jesse, he said. I'm afraid I'll tear it. I'm almost afraid to touch it myself, said Jessie. She took the folded paper. It's a little book, she said, only four pages long. The old paper was folded twice and pinned with a rusty pin to make a little book. Sammy said, somebody drew a picture of the rocking horse on the cover. Sure enough, there was a picture of the horse. It showed a little boy sitting on its back. Underneath was printed, my pony. Jessie turned the pages carefully. It looks as if someone wrote a story, she said. Read it, Sammy begged. Yes, read it, they all said. The writing was faded and hard to read. Jesse read slowly. This is a true story, she began. It is Willie's favorite story. Once upon a time, there was a little boy named Willie. Every summer, he came to Grandma Carver's house. Grandma loved Willie. She made a little room just for him under the roof. Willie likes his little room, Violet said. Oh, Jesse, someone must have written that down for Willie. Maybe he'd like to hear it at bedtime. Go on.
Jesse read on. Willie has special toys at Grandma's. The most special of all is a rocking horse. It has been in Grandma's family for years and years. Many little boys have ridden it. Now Willie loves to ride it. He calls it his pony. The end. That's all, Jeffrey said. Yes, replied Jesse. that's the end. We have two real clues, Benny said. We know this little boy's name, and we know he came to visit his grandmother here. He didn't live here all the time. Why do you suppose the room was all closed up? Well, that's still a mystery, said Henry. Benny looked over the toys he and Henry had found. He looked at the ball, the toy horn, and the little train engine. Suddenly, something made him stand still. Wait, Benny said. I'm getting some sort of idea. The horn reminds me of something. Everyone stared at Benny. Nobody laughed. Then Benny smiled. I know. Do you remember when we made the casserole? He asked. Yes, Jesse said. But what does that have to do with this room? Mrs. McGregor, Benny said, that's what. She told us that when she was a little girl, she came to this house for a birthday party. She remembered something about a toy horn and a little boy. It must have been Willie Carver's party, Violet exclaimed. If we could tell her about this, maybe she can remember something more. Come on, said Benny, let's show her the horn and see. Mrs. McGregor was in the kitchen. She dusted flour off her hands and smiled at her visitors. She listened to their story and picked up the old toy horn. Oh, dearie me, she said, how well I remember this tiny tin horn. The little boy had it for a birthday present, the boy in the sailor suit. That's good, said Benny, that's a clue, Mrs. McGregor. Mrs. McGregor still held the little tin horn in her hands. She said, I wish I could tell you more. You have told us a lot, said Violet. Maybe if we knew when the party was, it might help. At least we would know when the room was still open. That's right, agreed Henry. Mrs. McGregor thought for a minute. Let me see. It was before we moved to the farm. I was five then. So the party must have been when I was about four years old, and that would be 1910. Yes, it must have been the summer of 1910. I'm sure it was summer. I had a sunbonnet. A name and a date, Benny said. That ought to help us but I don't know how yet. Mrs. McGregor said, I'm afraid that's all I can do. I wish I knew someone else who might remember the Carvers. They were important people in Greenfield, but they have all been gone a long, long time. Let's go up to the treehouse and think, Sammy said. You come too, Benny. So Benny went back with Sammy and Jeffrey. By and by, Mrs. Beach saw the boys up at the treehouse. What's the matter? She asked. We're thinking, Sammy said, but we're not thinking. Jeffrey explained. We have some clues, but now we don't know what to do with them. We just can't think why that room was closed off. Tell me now what you know so far, Mrs. Beach suggested. The boys told her that they knew it was Willie Carver's room and that he'd visited his grandmother in the summer of 1910. But that's so long ago, no one can remember anything, Jeffrey said. There aren't any Carvers left in Greenfield, Benny said. Mrs. Beach said, that doesn't mean you have to stop hunting. I've been writing a book about people who came to America in 1685. I've been able to find out a lot about them. You just have to know where to look. Look, said Benny. Then suddenly he guessed what Mrs. Beach meant. I know, he exclaimed, the library. Treehouse Mystery, Chapter 9, Good News. It was library day when Violet and Benny rode their bikes over to the beaches. Jesse and Henry had made other plans but could not go, and Sammy and Jeffrey were waiting. They had notebooks and pencils. Follow us, Benny called. We know the way. Soon, the four children were chaining their bikes in front of the Greenfield Public Library. It was a large library for a small town. Mrs. White was always glad to see the Aldens coming. She laughed. She said, I know what you want, Benny, some science books and some mystery books. 
And how about your new friends? Do they like mysteries? Yes, but Sammy and Jeffrey both began at the same time. Then Jeffrey went on. We have a real mystery story already. That's why we came. Then Benny told Mrs. White about the mystery room. He said, we want to know one special thing. Why was the room closed up? What a puzzle, Mrs. White exclaimed. I hope I can help you find out. I won't promise. You're lucky to have that date, 1910. Come with me and I'll show you what we have. You might find some clues. Mrs. White led the children into a room in another part of the library. People often come to learn about pastimes in Greenfield. We keep everything about Greenfield history here, she said. But we have some interesting things, and we have some interesting things, like old letters that people have given to the library. They're old books and newspapers, too. Now, let's see, where shall we begin? Violet said, we thought maybe old copies of the Greenfield News might help. The Carvers had that big house, and they were an important family. A good place to begin, Mrs. White agreed. We have the old newspapers made into big books. Sit down at this long table, and I'll bring you some. You can begin with June, July, and August of 1910. Soon, Mrs. White put the big books on the table. She looked at Sammy and said, Do you think you can read these newspapers? They're not easy. Jeffrey said, Sammy can read anything. And Mrs. White was surprised to find out later that this was true. After the librarian had gone, the room was very still. The Aldens and the Beaches were busy looking at old copies of the Greenfield News. Here, Sammy whispered, look at this. There's a story on the front page about this library. It was first opened in June 5th, 1910. Here's something about a big fire, Benny said. A lumberyard burned. It says it was once owned by the Carver family. I guess they were important people. I'm gonna look at the pages that tell us about what neighbors, about neighbors visiting and having parties, Violet said. I think that's where we might see something about Willie's grandmother. Jeffrey and Sammy looked through several papers, but they did not find anything. Suddenly, Violet whispered, here, it says something about Mrs. A.M. Carver. Oh, it's just about a meeting of church ladies. That doesn't help us. The children began to feel tired. The print in the old newspapers was small and hard to read. It wasn't as easy as they had hoped, but nobody wanted to give up. Mrs. White looked in. Any luck, she asked. Just then, Jeffrey began to breathe hard. He said, listen, here it is. And he read a notice. It says, Mrs. A.M. Carver is entertaining her, her grandson, Willie, for the summer. He's the son of Joseph Carver of London, England, who's in the coal mining business there. Willie will return, his, will, re will return to his parents on August 1st of this year. Oh, good for you, said Violet. You found the first clue, Jeff. Benny had the July papers, and now he said, Here's a little story about Willie's birthday party. Certainly that's the one Mrs. McGregor remembers. Sammy said, let's see if there's a story about Willie going home. Look in the August papers. All four children looked, trying to read as fast as they could. It was Benny who found what they wanted. He read, this week, Mr. and Mrs. Joseph Carver came to Greenfield to get their son and take him back to England. They're returning to live in London permanently, taking Mrs. A.M. Carter with them. The Carver family home has been rented to Mr. and Mrs. David Johnson, who will occupy it the 1st of September. The Johnsons have five children. Now that's something new, Benny said. We didn't know anyone lived in this house between the Carvers and the First Beach family. And now we have the Johnsons, agreed Violet, with five kids, added Jeffrey. All at once, Sammy said. Now everyone keep still and let me think. I have an idea and then I lose it. Here it is again. Suppose Mrs. Carter didn't want five strange children playing with all of Willie's toys. I bet she closed up that room and hid it so that nobody would know it was there. 
Benny said slowly, you might be right, Sammy. At least nobody ever found it until we did. I haven't any better ideas. Violet said, I don't think we can find anything more here. Nobody would put anything about that closed room in the newspapers. It was such a secret. Let's show that nice librarian what we found, Sammy said. I copied it into my notebook. Mrs. White was glad to see what the children had found. Do come again, she said. You read very well, Sammy. I will come again, Sammy said. I want a book about the moon's surface. We have so many of those, said Mrs. White with a smile. I'll try to pick out a hard one for you. Violet, Benny, Jeffrey, and Sam started home on their bikes, Sammy said. We've been so excited about the mystery room that we haven't finished the treehouse. We can finish it after lunch, Jeff said. Benny said, you can put up the lanterns and the mailbox and the rope ladder. Later that afternoon, Sammy said, I wish dad and mom would come home. I want to tell them what we found at the library. Jeffrey said, I've been thinking about Uncle Max. He might remember something more if we told him about the Johnsons and their five children. I'd like to know if Sammy's idea is right. When Mr. and Mrs. Beach came home, they found the treehouse done and the backyard picked up. Didn't you go to the library after all? Asked Mrs. Beach. Come in and tell me. They all went into the living room and the children sat down on the floor. Oh, we went all right, Mom, said Sammy, and just listened to this. We found it in the old newspapers. He took out his notebook and read his notes to his parents. Mr. Beach said, I never heard of the Johnsons. I wonder if Max has. Maybe he's forgotten them too. Would you like to drive over there this evening after dinner and ask him? Jeffrey said, oh, Dad, that is the very thing we want most. Sam was very quiet, he was thinking. All at once he exclaimed, I have the most stupendous idea. Uncle Max could name his restaurant the Rocking Horse. We could give him the big rocking horse for children to look at. They couldn't ride on it because it's so old, but children would want to come and their parents would bring them and the eating place would be a great success. Benny said, that's the best idea yet. I would want to go to a place called the Rocking Horse. So would I, said Mrs. Beach. But Jeffrey was thinking too, he said, Dad, did the toys in the hidden room belong to us? Yes, they do, replied his father. I bought the house and everything in it and the land around it. So if you do want to give the toys to Uncle Max, you may. Of course, Uncle Max may not like the idea. I think he will, Mr. Beach, said Benny. He's ready to try almost anything. Violet said, we have to go. It's dinner time. Mrs. Beach said, come back later and drive to Uncle Max's with us. It's everybody's mystery now.